yeah, for sure. Let's do it. My name is Breeze. Uh, this is the MMA Breeze Show, and today we got uh, Jordan Young, man, a PFL fighter. What are you feeling right now ahead of your uh, of your first PFL fight? Feeling a little excitement. Um, it's always a good feeling to know that you're about to get paid, especially when uh, you're going to put on a masterful performance with it. I think that uh, this performance is going to boost my stock in the right direction. Okay, good to hear. I mean, we're excited because, you know, I was I was listening to you talk about your last fight. Obviously, it didn't go your way. It was your first loss. You were undefeated. Uh, it was just a decision loss, but you said you had some things there to, to work out. You had surgery. Uh, so I wanted to ask, you know, how excited are you to come back, uh, get back in the winning column and show us some new things? Absolutely. I'm very excited. You know, um, <clears throat> It's double the excitement because at first, you know, of course, when you lose, you want to get right back and you want to get it back. But then I had the injury. So that's two things. You know what I mean? When you're injured, you, you, you start to miss the sport, start to miss training and the hard grind. And then we had COVID. So that's three things. You know what I mean? So it was just a lot in between uh, my last fight and, and this fight that's happening. And then if you want to add a fourth thing, I had all those opponents fall out this last time that I came out here for the PFL. So it's just been a long delay, but uh, I've stayed busy and stayed focused the whole time. Right on, right on. And just, you know, thinking about some silver lining there, uh, did, did you feel like maybe now getting an inside scoop of how things work with the PFL fight week and all that good stuff, do you feel like maybe that gives you a little bit of advantage uh, in preparations for this go around? 100%. Um, you know, coming out here last time and then accepting so many different names on short notice and, uh, and then going through that roller coaster and then getting paid ultimately, getting the money was, I was able to go home, get a new house, set up, uh, you know, a very nice environment around myself. And then right after establishing this new environment, you know, I finished out two and a half weeks of training at American Top Team. And then, you know, we came back out here. We're still in great shape. Um, I'm very healthy, very fresh. I didn't take any damage, obviously, because I didn't fight. And uh, I feel like I'm in great position to score these points get on into the tournament and they just announced that the tournament's going to be coming back to Florida to to be at the Hard Rock which is my backyard so I think that um it would be good for me and the PFL I can bring a lot of people to that venue and uh it would it would create my name as well absolutely we're pumped about that as well I mean um you you like you said you had three opponents uh scheduled for that last bout for your PFL debut and they all fell out you know one way or another um out of those three guys you know there was a lot a lot of media on you and Vinny but uh was there one in particular that you that you were just like damn man I, w I really wish I got that fight you know um all of them, all of them for different reasons. The, the first guy, uh, Shamilio Rama, everybody kept talking about how tough he was. He's a former heavyweight champion, a hard hitter. We were going to bang it out. I was looking forward to the violence that that fight would have brought. The second guy, Vinny, um, everybody keeps saying that, oh, you know, Jordan's a jiu-jitsu fighter and this, this down to nine. Vinny is a jiu-jitsu fighter. I'm a guy who can fight and I happen to submit a lot of people. I was going to show the difference between an MMA fighter and a jiu-jitsu fighter. And, uh, the last guy, whatever, we're not even going to say his name because he didn't want to show up. He didn't even have a reason. He, uh, that was weird, right? He, yeah, nah, he was just pure pussy. You know what I mean? No way around it. He didn't, he didn't want the action. And, uh, you know, it, he's just, that was a weird situation. And, um, that guy just what he wasn't on my level. 
You know yeah. what I mean? He was a, stero- a steroid user who, who happened to, you know, I see his manager as Tiki uh, out there in California. I think he was able to weasel his way into position. I see he's uh, set to fight and make his debut with the UFC now. I think he weaseled his way into that position as well. Wow, that's actually very interesting. He was there ready to go uh, come fight week or I think even fight day he was ready and then dropped on you, if I'm not not mistaken. Yeah. With the <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's funny how it goes. That's funny. Thanks for sharing that. Um, you know, in, in preparation to this fight, I saw you were working with Dewey Cooper. Uh, you know, he's uh, been a, a great addition to Bubba Jenkins' uh, a career. Uh, how, how has he been... Uh, for you in preparations to the, the PFL debut and uh, how instrumental has he played in your camp? So Dewey is my Las Vegas connection. Uh, I started training with Dewey, I believe in like 2018, I went out to Las Vegas and put in some work with him and uh, his mentality and his mindset. Um, I've always, you know, that's a voice I hear in the back of my mind. He's somebody that I look up to. And uh, anytime we get together, it's, it's real hard work. Um, the last time uh, when we got together and trained, we got a lot of good work in. I was able to, go home, send him some money, get him paid. And uh, we set it up, you know, he's not around me during my actual camp at this moment. I'm in at American top team in South Florida, but you know, he has Bubba Jenkins and those guys fight um, the week before I fight. So it worked out last time and this time as well for uh, me to get a good solid three to four sessions in with him. And uh, it's just good, sharp work. It keeps me, uh, keeps me focused and uh, it's motivating. Oh, okay, cool. And, and what is uh, what makes Dewey so special? Because, you know, he gets so much praise from you guys there at PFL. Yeah, so Dewey, uh, you know, he's just a guy that he's going to make you work hard. You can't control the pace with him uh, or how hard you're going to work. And he's going to bring the best out of you. You know what I mean? You, he might tell you one more rep, you do one more rep. And he says, one more champion, you do one more. And, and he says, one more for the road. You end up putting in five reps out of, instead of one rep. And uh it's like that every practice, you know, he just, he brings the most that you, that you can give. He takes it out of you. Right on, right on. As far as, you know, other bodies that you've been working with, you're at a very stacked gym and American top team. Who's been some of your go-to training partners, you know, and in this camp and just in general. So uh, I was using Christoph Jocko a lot for my last camp. Um, I was also training with uh, Josh uh, De Silva, uh, um, I think I pronounced the last name right. Conan's son. Uh, he's the head coach's son. He's fighting in uh, the LFA. I believe he's 4-0 or 5-0 right now. He's a light heavyweight. He's a solid yeah. fighter. And uh, he wrestled in, in college. He's a Southpaw. NC State, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. My so. buddy's, uh, my buddy was training partners with him at State. I'm here in Charlotte. So, yeah, I, I knew uh, one of my best friends rolled with him. And so I've been keeping an eye on him. He's looking sharp. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, you know, I um, I used him a lot for this camp. He's similar size. Uh, I think he's a better wrestler and uh, a better striker even at Southpaw. So I used him and uh, that was my focus for this camp. Right on. Man. Right it's now I got, I got my boy uh, Jose Diaz out here, uh, Suavecito. He's from California. He's uh, down here to help me. He's also uh, giving me a Southpaw look. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the crew I've been working with. Awesome, man. Awesome. Definitely not short on professionals down there at ATTs. Uh, your next opponent, Tom Lawler, you know, he's a very decorated uh, fighter. He's a veteran. He's been in the UFC. He's fought top people like Chris Weidman. Uh, but, you know, he is on the older age uh, of the spectrum as far as martial artists go. And he hasn't won a fight since 2015. Are you, how do you think uh, you match up to him level-wise? He has a lot of experience. No disrespect to Tommy, but... Um... I don't think we're in the same ball ballpark at all. I think that I'm faster, uh, stronger. I think I'm more athletic. I think I have better striking, better grappling, more ways to finish the fight. 
um, you know, I, I can respect his toughness and uh, his experience, how long he's been in the game, but um, things like that against a, a guy with my size, my range and my skill set, you know, could get him hurt. You know what I mean? I hope he doesn't uh, be too tough against me. <laughs> Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I'm gonna land those shots and uh, I think that they will they will set them down awesome and just just from a pure uh enjoyment uh standpoint what what is a, a better feeling for you or would be a better feeling for you in this bout to walk away with another submission victory which you've had plenty or uh you know just to to KO him and put him down that way uh I would like to KO him. I think a KO would retire him. And uh, I think the KO also would um would bring some more some more viewers my way. And that's always good in this day and age in the sport. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, either way it goes, uh, cashing two checks is ultimately the, the best feeling. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And so you you're very young in the sport still. You know, you're accomplished for sure. Uh, and you're fighting one of the top organizations. How do you feel about PFL so far? And do any of those other major organizations float around in the back of your head? Um, PFL is amazing. I came here from Bellator. I had seven fights in Bellator. And uh, I can tell you from firsthand experience, I know Bellator is not working with Showtime. But from my experience working with Bellator and, the, and their staff, their social media team, and working with the PFL and their staff social media team, it's a better situation than PFL, at least for me. Every fight is different. Um, the PFL, they showed me what they thought I was worth and uh they gave it to me and um they've taken great care of me as far as promotion promoting me and uh just keeping me in the know you know what i mean i know when i'm gonna fight i know what's going on and uh i feel like we have a good business relationship so um the ufc is definitely somewhere i'll fight in the future but um right now i'm handling business in the pfl i'd like to establish my name get a little bit more finance behind my name and uh later in the future i could see myself competing in the ufc most definitely awesome awesome because you're 26 correct yeah, 26 years on. 26, yeah, man. You got plenty of time. So I, I'm I'm excited to see where you go, even if you stay. I mean, PFL obviously has a bright future, but uh, you know, do you are you one of those guys that believes, you know, in, in order to be one of the greats, you know, do you, do you believe that you have to perform in the UFC and, and win a belt in that organization? If you want to be an all-time great, then yeah, because even if you won every belt and every other organization except the UFC, they'll say, okay, but how would he have fared with so-and-so in the UFC? So you definitely have to go there and compete if you want to be, if you want your name to go down in, in that in that history. But um, I'm not in any rush to do it. And uh, I would like to own a house before I go there. I'd like to be in a situation where I'm not feeling forced or pressured into anything, anything, any decision I make there is only affecting my career, not my my actual personal life, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and then just uh, as far as the day-to-day -day goes with uh, the fight week that you had, uh, even though you didn't get a fight, how has the PFL handled the bubble life? And I know some fighters have been vocal about it's tough, and some people have said it's been really great, actually. What, what was your perspective on that? I mean, I'm listening. <laughs> the people who can't do the, the bubble, they probably – you know, they probably would go crazy if they ever had to go to jail for any any period of time. You know what I mean? You got to you got to be comfortable with yourself. You got to be able to sit in a room and, and not go crazy. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm the individual who could do that for me. You could look at it like this isn't your friend, like it's a, a something you don't want to do. And then it becomes tough. But if you look at it like it's just a part of the business trip and uh, 
you know, I've actually looked at it as a benefit as a time that I can lock in and focus and make the weight cut uh, easier on myself and just focus on the fight itself and things that are going to help me win the fight. Not so much like real life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that way it's been a benefit for me. So the bubble is not too tough um, for me. Cool, man. Cool. Um, you know, and then back to the promotion aspect, you said they've been doing a great job promoting you. Uh, or I know they have the, the whole connection with ESPN MMA, which uh, on Instagram used to be just like a lot of UFC highlights, but now with PFL, you're seeing PFL highlights, you know, and mm-hmm. come on to that big channel. Um, just for a moment, if you can't speak on how PFL has been promoting you and how they plan to promote you. Uh, you know, they just, uh, they, they put me on their social media. They make sure that uh, my face uh, comes across that social media frequently. They don't leave me out there. Um, they make sure that like, uh, you know, we've already spoken about, you know, if you go in there and you get finishes, they're going to promote that. They're going to make sure it's blasted. And um, they've done some cool highlights in the past. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do this year with some of the animations and whatnot. Um, also, you know, just like this interview, they're constantly hitting me up, giving me interviews Anything I ask for, I get. If I was to hit them up right now and tell them I want more media, I'm sure I would get more interviews. If I hit them up and told them that uh, I had a good video of me training and I'd like it posted, I'm sure they'd post it on their page and tag me. So it's just uh, not even so much about what they have done. It's about what I feel they would do. You know what I mean? So I feel like uh, they're in the, the business of Jordan Young and I'm in the business of PFL. So it's, it's the way it should be. Sick. Yeah, I know like my experience, I've covered a lot of different uh, virtual events in uh, mm-hmm. MMA and PFL has been nothing short of smooth sailing. Tawny's been great. I know she's yeah. the one that plugged us together. So uh, they're, they're good people over there uh, from my experience. So I'm excited to watch everybody grow within the organization and uh, it's going to be a good time. You know, as far as uh, as training goes, what, what gets you out of bed more to go to a grappling class or to go to a kickboxing type class? depends like I guess who I'm fighting and 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 how I'm feeling you know what I mean uh there's there's always a grind to be put in on grappling you know what I mean you have to stay sharp there uh with striking it can be a little more of a knowledge thing in my opinion like uh if you know how to faint you know how to stay calm and read strikes and you have great timing if you're great at breaking people's rhythm those are things that you know how to do mentally and if you can uh tell your body to do them and perform during sparring or an actual fight, uh, you'll do them. You know, let's just end it off with, uh, with a couple fight picks for this PFL event. You know, we got some hot matchups coming up. Um, we'll start with, uh, the main event. We got Brittany Elkin and Clarissa Shields, a lot of hype. Uh, how do you see that going down? <clears throat> I'd like to see, uh, Clarissa Shields win. I, I like that. Uh, you know, she's one of the first and only boxers to venture over into this realm. And, uh, you know, she's putting her money where her mouth is. And uh, she seems to have a good mindset and a good attitude about the sport and what she wants to accomplish. So I think she'll do well. Uh, All she has to do is keep this Britney girl off of her. You know what I mean? As far as takedowns go. And if she can stay on her feet, I I think that it will be smooth sailing. I think think Bubba. There's a reason why you know Bubba's name and not the other guy. (laughs) Bubba's a slick, you know, he's a strong, slick grappler. And uh, 
you know, yeah. his striking seems to be coming along. He's working with Dewey Cooper. I know they just opened the gym together. And uh, mm -hmm. his last fight over Lance Palmer, it was smooth sailing. He used his yeah. jab, used his footwork, and uh, he didn't really get put in any danger during that fight. Uh, well, I, I appreciate you taking the time, Jordan. I'm very excited to see you break into the PFL. You know, you, you're a very talented fighter. I'm sure you got a bright future ahead of you in this organization. So thank you so much, man. I'll be watching. And uh, hopefully we can do this again uh, before your next fight. Yeah, 100%. I appreciate the interview. You know, it was a good one. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you again.